You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Tabletop Arcanum with your hosts, Justin and Ricky. And uh, today we're celebrating the new year. Welcome 2019. We're going to date this for the future. 2019. We're already in 2019. Ah, we're here. And so far... It, it doesn't look like Blade Runner outside. I'm a little... Gypped. We've been hoodwinked, hoodwink, Justin. Yeah, by 1982 sci-fi writing. I didn't sign up for this. This is trash. But we can uh, help soothe that with some great challenges. Some New Year's resolutions and gamings. New challenger approaches in the form of board game challenges. <laughs> so I did this last year. I, I've seen it in the community. It's one of those things of like uh, they call it by uh, typically it's a 10 by 10. You can kind of do whatever number set you do. Mm-hmm. But you pick out X amount of games that you're going to play X amount of times is really the point. So 10 by 10 means you're going to play 10 different games on your list 10 times each so it's a lot of game but it also gives you the ability one of the things i did it for was to make sure i would play specific titles that either have been collecting dust or something i really wanted to make sure i got a lot of repetition into Mm. i also did a challenge last year that was based on a number of games i've played like i wanted to play i think it was 250 games not unique games, but at least 250 times I sat down and played a game. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, I've done that. Uh, I've got a new couple new ones this this year that we'll get to. We're going to kind of set ourselves our own little like New Year's game resolution challenges. Uh, definitely welcome you to do yourself. Post on our Instagram, Facebook. Uh, email us if you want to write in and we can talk about your challenge and hopefully put a little bit of weight into that. And if you uh, write in, we'll definitely talk about it. That's uh, tabletoparcanum at gmail.com. Again, tabletoparcanum, gmail.com. Or Facebook, or Instagram. I was about to say, I haven't checked the email address in a while. We haven't had anything yet. It's oh, been, right, It's okay. been a while. Yeah. I, I have it all, uh, it pushes to my phone automatically, so please don't spam me. I was at work and it popped up when I was talking to someone and sharing my screen. I'm like, oh, don't look at that. Oh, oh, whoa. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Well, it's not the worst thing that can pop up on your screen at work. Ah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, it's been a couple weeks, but it's also been super busy during the holidays. I know we also even said, hey, we're going to do a Dual Sword Island um, and Dinosaur Island review on our next episode, last episode. Surprise. Um, it's really weird where Christmas, New Year's, and someone's birthday get in the way of getting together and playing Dinosaur Island a lot. Um, so we wanted to do this mini episode to kind of set up some challenges and then next episode will truly be our, our review episode. Yeah. But in the role recap, I'm going to start off, um, been a little bit, not too bit, got to play a couple games, uh, with Christmas and everything else, you know, it's Christmas games. Um, we talked about, uh, Fireball Island last time. And the, the Arkham Horror event that I did. Uh, after last episode of Recorded, I touched a Keyforge. Mm-hmm. Played the Fellowship 2018 event for Lord of the Rings, the living card game, which was called the Woodland Realm. 
got our butts handed to us. That game is pretty much that in a nutshell. It's really good, but very, 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 very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, then with the Christmas holidays and the various gatherings and, and meeting friends and doing sort of stuff, of course, games were brought out. Um, one of the new games I picked, I, I was gifted was the Captain is Dead Lockdown. Uh, so we played a round of that. Lost horribly. Played uh, some party games like Blank Slate, which mm-hmm. uh, we talked about before because I played that at Friendsgiving. And that was a nice little party game that was pretty light by USAopoly. Uh, then I also got a, a rep into Gen 7. So I played the first episode of Gen 7. It went well. I was very, very excited to get uh, Gen 7 as part of the local friendly game shop, Secret Santa. So I was like really itching to get that. And I've already learned that there's going to be an expansion for it coming very soon in like the first half of of 2019. Mm -hmm. They're already like trying to push out more content and more scenarios. Because if you think about it, it's seven episodes long. It only branches so much. There is branching. Like episode Mm -hmm. one is going to be the same no matter what for the most part but what i learned is the outcome of episode one will dictate if you do episode two number this version or episode two that version oh. i don't know where it goes from there because that's all we played um to see if it like keeps branching or they kind of converge i don't know mm-hmm. uh, but with only seven game long campaign at some point you're gonna kind of get to those points um I had Arkham Horror Itch, so of course Arkham Horror 3rd Edition came out on board game night. Um, and then we had a, a sealed Keyforge tournament, so I played a, like four rounds of Keyforge. Played some more Scythe. Um, New Year's Eve. Uh, had some friends, got together with some friends. We played, I, I actually messed around with the Oculus Rift and for half the night because i hadn't played with one of those yet and uh that was a lot of fun but we did play some board games too um i got to play that's a question which was a very interesting game because you take it's one of like three main props but then everybody has like these wheeled cards Mm -hmm. and you like of this particular um which of these would you miss more if it ceased to exist and you just like propose really tough questions at people one of which was given uh, the f- which of these would you miss more, the fantasy genre, or televised sports. This is opposed to a guy who pretty much those are his two bread and butter things. He, yeah, he almost left the left left the party. Yeah, like right then and there, like I can't make this decision. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, it was I, tough. I was sitting there. I was sitting there thinking, "Oh, oh, fantasy, fantasy." Uh, you know, I want to keep fantasy. Oh, but hockey. Oh, but hockey. Right. So it actually came down to because it specif- he interpreted because it specified televised sports and not sports in general. Mm-hmm. That while he can't watch the Blackhawks on on TV anymore, they would still play games. He could still go to games. Like sports would still exist, mm-hmm. just not on TV. So that so fantasy got to was was the saved one, only because of that keyword televised. Can you imagine trying to buy tickets to the Blackhawks if they were never televised? If oh they yeah, were never televised. You it's know, just like it is now, but you know, times a thousand. It was like it like a decade ago, really. Yeah. Before they started televising them again, because you know, new ownership. 
decided, wait, we could televise games and it was much smarter. There was another really good one. Challenging puzzles mm-hmm. or intriguing puzzles. I can't remember the wording on it. Or beer. Oh. I'm going to clue you in. The logic that we used on the other one kind of applied to here, too. That we can have regular puzzles? Not so challenging? <laughs> no, I, I, actually, puzzles were saved. Beer was was get kicked to the curb. Because whiskey and everything else is still That exists. is true. So, I was thinking about that. I'm like, ah. While beer has a very big, mm-hmm. broad range, there's a lot of other liquor. So, you know, yeah. that's a potential thing. Um, but that that's, that's the question. And that's just one of the three prompts you can use. One of the other ones is, like, which of these two things would you rather have? And they're like... And then the other one was, um, which of these is worse, people who do this or people who do that? So it's really oh. fun and intriguing and just kind of gives you that, like, you really mm-hmm. just want to give really tough questions out to people. At the LCG night this week, I started the uh, Forgotten Age um, campaign for Arkham Horror, the mm-hmm. LCG. Let me tell you, do not go to the jungle looking for an ancient Aztec civilization. Just don't. It's I wouldn't suggest that in any kind of game or life. It's it's a terrible idea. Snakes everywhere. Nobody survived. Like I'm kidding. I'm not I'm not kidding. The natives and the snakes literally killed every single people person who went there. And in the game you can earn when you get knocked out you earn trauma. Mm-hmm. And because of the interludes, which is kind of like a, a sub-story, every investigator has two to three trauma. Mm-hmm. Trauma, at the start of the next session, or start of every session, therefore, is how much damage, either mental or physical, that you start with. Oh. Like, everybody's, like, three wounds. It's turn one. already. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, I think we're going to be picking up some Band-Aids or something <laughs> Probably some liquor to, because uh, Liquid Courage is, mm. is a card that heals your mental trauma. Yeah, I think we'll be uh, bringing some of those along. Uh, and then before recording tonight, uh, we had a series of rounds of Five Minute Marvel. Uh, my buddy came in from the West Coast, so I introduced it to him well before uh, we started recording. And then you showed up and we kept playing. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to stop playing this. just crazy. Yeah. Hey, we went from boss one Green Goblin all the way to boss six Thanos. Didn't win. Didn't lose a single game. That was beautiful. Came close, but we didn't lose. Four players, three cards per draw. It's rough. Yeah. So that that's my role recap. And to be said, like yes, I was busy during the holidays. I also got a lot of games in, so I'm I'm not I'm pretty content. Mm-hmm. Grant, like a lot of that was in the last like week and a half with new year's not so much christmas itself so what about you my role recap i didn't get to do a whole lot during the past few weeks with everything but um i did give my girlfriend codenames disney family edition that's a popular one and we played a lot of it 
we played a lot of it. It was nice because we could play with my niece and my nephew, so they jumped in for a few games. And, and that's uh, that's the one where it's more pictures than words, right? You can do either do the pictures or the words. Oh, the words are like on the backside? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's a little yeah. bit different. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can do one or the other, and then... Try to get people to guess. I think all the promo images that they have always show the pictures and not that the, there's the words of the objects on the back. Because mm. I, I looked at the Marvel one and went, ah, I don't know if I just want to do pictures like that. Like, coding pictures where it's like weird abstract things are really, it's a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to do like, hey, look, it's Mjolnir. Man. Yeah. It's, it's Power Man's tiara. And, you know, honestly, the thing with the the pictures that I found, I mean, it's great with the kids because yeah. it's easy for the kids if they don't know just to say blue and then you point at the most blue picture on the board. But when you have those words, all of a sudden you're, you're trying to describe the sky and how do you describe the sky a way someone else is going to get it right away. Right. With one word. So... Sounds good. Yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. My little sister was in town, so she brought over one of her friends, and they busted out um, Cards Against Humanity. Played that for the first time with my mom. Very interesting evening. She learned a lot about you, didn't she? Yeah, and I learned she played a lot of cards. She she. <sighs> you learned a lot about your mother too. Yeah, it was a bonding experience. You know. Uh, dysfunctional weird way but still bonding yeah it was it was fun we also busted out um uh mail uh ah that's um, a that's an old favorite yeah the my mom and my dad used to play that a lot and since they know that we're podcasting about games now they decided to give that to me for christmas so that was really cool yeah um it was fun I remember playing it when I was really little. Had no idea what I was doing, so I probably just kept throwing cards down. Yeah. Um, now I can actually grasp what's going on, and it was it was pretty fun. Mm, so, mm. Um, like you said, we played a little um, Key Forge, Five Minute Marvel, um, and I did something that not a lot of people are going to believe, but I painted. And if you don't believe me and you know who I'm talking to, you can definitely see it on our Facebook and our Instagram. It's c- true. I, I can confirm that those things and those images exist. Yeah. I at least have one of my miniatures up there. But I... Uh, Grizzled War Veteran. <laughs> Grizzled War Fe- Veteran Rex. Reporting for duty. So, he's good to go. Excellent. I'm very, very excited about that. And yeah, I've been focusing a lot on painting. I've been spending... That's good. A few nights, just... Cranking out some paint. I have way too much to paint. As do I, and I don't have the skills honed yet, but we'll work on that. <laughs> I talked... I, in the intro, I kind of talked about our... The challenges and, and the mm-hmm. things that I kind of put it there. So I kind of want to recap what I did. Um, I, I totally crushed the play 250 games in a year. I actually got 250 plays recorded by September 3rd. Oh, God. Um, if you actually want to know the true number of games I played last year, it was 397. Oh. Just a few games. So, like, I didn't double it, but I definitely went above and beyond. So, um, this year I'm going to dial that up. I'm calling it 
I last year I called it play all the games. Mm-hmm. This year I'm playing. I'm calling it the uh, play even more games. I dialed. I'm setting the bar at 325. Obviously, I almost hit 400 this year, but I also want to make sure I don't stress out over it either. And I pr- should I bump that up? I hit 250 in September. Should I go 350? Do 350. I, I do believe th- in you. I can do 350. Right now, here we are. We're proclaiming it. You're going to hit 350 by the end. I'll hit 350 this year. No big deal. Yeah. Considering I'm already seven games in because of all the five-minute Marvel I just played today. So, the other one I actually... This is a new one for me. I'm challenging myself to play 50 new games. Games I've never touched before. 50 of them. Unique titles throughout the year. That's less than one a week. It's almost one a week. But between the board game night and new things coming out, I that's figured going that's to Gen Con. going we'll to Gen to Con. Um, yeah. I don't think that's going to be too tough. Um, but at the same time, it, I think I need to focus and make sure I, I don't fall back on the old classics that i always play mm-hmm. i mean you talked about this earlier when you say play 50 new games compared to my goal that's something big because we're sitting again in your room full of games with i don't have much of a shelf of shame yeah so so uh it's a term i've seen a couple times like games you own but haven't actually played yet mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of those yeah the only reason why I have some are because they're either extremely complex and long games mm-hmm. and fall into a very much like I have to dedicate a day and a group to it, or it's like a four or less player count game. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time getting just four people together for a game. It's usually like, oh, there's five of us, six of us, eight of us, 12 of us. What happened? And while. Yes, when we've been eight, and there's always been this discussion, like, well, we could split up into two groups, but it's like, no, we all want to play together. So yeah, it, it's we we have a hard time splitting up, and mm-hmm. uh, so we always tend to play the six count games a little bit more than uh, the four count games. So like once it's like, oh no, you can't play more than four players. It's like eh, that one's going to be a little bit tougher to get out. Ultimately, I'm going to I'm doing another ten by ten. So ten games, ten plays. Last year, I didn't make this challenge. I missed it. Mm-hmm. So last year, um, I had Scythe, which I did get mm-hmm. 10 games of. Arkham Horror, the card game, which I got way more than 10. I was over almost 50 of the plays on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legend of the Five Rings, the card game, because I really that was brand new from a year ago. So I really wanted to make sure I kept focus on it. Played the, the living hell out of that. Um, the one I was hoping I would make sure I, I put on the list to make sure I did it was Pandemic Season 1. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, Pandemic Legacy Season 1. Yeah. Because I had picked it up and I was sitting on it, sitting on it, and I was like, I have this Legacy game. Let me freaking play it already. So I got that one. Uh, X-Wing Miniatures. I wanted to make sure I, I actually kept mm-hmm. playing my X-Wing, as opposed to just collecting it and like, oh no, look, a new wave came out. Let me just pick that up and... Never play it. Mm-hmm. Um, TAC. Uh, specifically, I got most of my games at Gen Con when I played the TAC tournament. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the things I wanted to make sure I did that. Because it, I like the game a lot, but it's a unique two-player game that I have to make sure I, I, I hone my skill at. Those are the ones I hit. Now, if you're counting, that's only six. I missed four. 
some of which were better than others. So in order of most plays still, Eldritch Horror, I only got four repetitions on it. Mm -hmm. I wish I did it more, but that's one of those little bit longer games that was a little bit tougher to get out. Betrayal at House on the Hill. With the Widow's Walk that came out last year, I'm like, all right, mm. let's me play this game. I played it three times. I love it, but I played it three times. Mm -hmm. Also, another game that came out last year that I wanted to make sure I played because it was a decent investment um, was Twilight Imperium 4th Edition. I did play this three times this year. That's pretty impressive for that Twilight. Is, yeah. I pushed the bar at 10. I wanted to get 10 games of that, which was about one Twilight Imperium game a month. That's how I viewed it. A year mm -hmm. ago. I didn't play it after about half the year. Yeah. It got too busy. Work, um, Gen Con, life, everything kind of got too busy. So I learned my lesson a little bit on that one of I need to make sure I, I stick, stay focused. Because it's like, oh, well, I can miss a month here, a month here. And all of a sudden, mm. like, now it's December, it's November, and I have to play Twilight Imperium six times, <laughs> seven times. Uh, Once a week. Yeah. For, until the end of the year. Until the end of the year, I have to play a Twilight Imperium game? Yeah, no. Um, the one I actually was disappointed myself in was Firefly. Mm -hmm. uh, I played it a year ago. I've got a lot of stuff for it. I didn't play that game last year. At all? At all. I didn't get oh. a single reputation. Again, it's one of those longer, complexier... Not, I won't even say heavily complex, but it's a pickup delivery game that you need a specific group of players that actually enjoy that sort of game. Mm -hmm. Also, it does take a long time. So, again, my wife likes Firefly. She's played this with me. But she's for her to be in a mood to play a two- or three-hour game is rare. Mm -hmm. So that almost doesn't come up. Yeah. Um, so that was my 2018 challenges. And so, again, mm -hmm. 10 by 10, 2019. My list includes Arkham Horror, 3rd Edition, the board game. Mm -hmm. Gonna play... I'm going to play more than 10 games. I think this one's pretty easy to hit, but want to make sure I keep playing Arkham Horror. I put that on my list because I assume we'll, be we'll both be either together or separately. We're both going to hit that out of the park this year. Right. Uh, Charterstone was another one I put on there because mm -hmm. I want to start the Charterstone campaign finally. And and that easily, as long as we finish the campaign, we'll finish 10 plays. But mm -hmm. I, it's like Pandemic Season 1 last year. I want to make sure this legacy game gets filled. Mm -hmm. I have Cthulhu Wars on its way. It should be here soon. <laughs> I don't know, whenever Kickstarter or the Ancient Ones deem it necessary and the stars align that, that shows up. With the investment that that game requires, monetarily, you better believe it's on my 10 by 10 to make sure I play it enough to justify it. Um, Gen 7. Another game I really, really want, you know, campaign-wise, like, it's seven games long. Mm -hmm. I need to play it ten times. I want to run through the campaign at least twice. Mm -hmm. Probably three times this year. Um, talking with some of the guys at the shop, we're going to be doing a gloom... Uh, they want to do a campaign-based game. The word Gloomhaven was tossed out. I'm going to make this happen. And Gloomhaven's on my ten by ten. I've been looking at picking up Gloomhaven. It's so pretty. Um, we started our pandemic season two, mm -hmm. but we didn't. We haven't because of uh, because of Betrayal Legacy. We didn't pick it up. 
that's going to start again this year. Mm-hmm. Also my 10 by 10. I put Scythe on my list again this year. Mm-hmm. I know it's a repeat from last year, and I don't know if I should have, but the Rise of Fenris campaign, you notice this theme on my 10 by 10 They all have like these arcing stories that will make me play them. Mm-hmm. Again, this is on my 10 by 10 I want to play the Rise of Fenris campaign specifically for Scythe. Sentinels of the Multiverse. You have that beautiful big black box. Not that big black box. What are the Sentinels in the Multiverse? What am I missing out on? Oh, I thought you were making a Cards Against Humanity reference. Oh, okay. I got scared for a minute. I'm like, that big black box right there? That There are four lights. So huge. So, yeah. Big box. Oblivion came out. There's all these sorts of new heroes, new villains, and new locate Everything. Mm-hmm. I want to play more. And then finally, to round out my 10x10, 10 10, Upworm... Oh, no, no. That's actually uh, number seven. Number eight. I'm sorry, that was number eight. So number nine was Rising Sun. Mm. Area control, a little bit different. But also now we have big bad minis. And finally, Warhammer Quest Blackstone Fortress. Mm -mm. So good. Because I really want to see what's inside that vault. And it's going to take us at least ten plays to Mm -hmm. get to it. So that's my 10 by 10 for 2019. What about you? Because you said, hey... I want to jump in on these challenges now that I'm uh, yeah, becoming a, 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 not necessarily a real gamer. But I'm getting more serious about board games versus video games. Right. You're yeah. shifting what your def- definition of gamer is, mm-hmm. uh, what it means to you. So jumping in on this challenge for 2019, your gaming resolutions are? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to have a gaming resolution that you don't have. I want to have... 35 minis painted by the end of the year. I'm hoping to knock that out of the park. Because I probably have a good 80 minis at home for... 35? Should I up that? I think so. I'm going to up that. 50? Let's go 55. 55. Because, I mean, if we really think about it... That's like a mini a week. Give or take. And if you're doing squads... If I'm batch painting them, yeah. If like if you're doing a squad of stormtroopers, that's. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm painting rebels right now. Yeah. And so the way I figure it is, I have, so I have, the two squads yeah. of five that came in my core set. Yep. I have, the second box, of two squads of five, mm-hmm. that I bought separately, and then I got the ones that you gave me. Right. For Christmas, so that's thirty just. That's 30 Rebel Troopers. Alone. That's a whole lot of dome helmets. Yeah. Whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could do 55. I'm going to do 55. Okay. So 55 minis painted by New Year's Eve next year. Mm-hmm. This year. Mm-hmm. This year. This year. Yes. So that, um, I, that's better. That's yeah. a good goal. Yeah. Um, I do have my... New game challenge. Okay. I said 30. Again, I think that's too low because, like I've told you, like we've discussed before this, um, and now hearing your goal, I feel like mine is very small. <laughs> I said uh, I said 30 mostly because I don't game as often as you do, mm-hmm. so it's harder for me to get into new games. Sure. But we're definitely going to go to Gen Con. Um, yep. You have all these games. 
lining this floor right now. I mean, you just... it's because I have to reorganize the room. Don't worry about that. No, I know, but you have Nemesis sitting right here, and that's it beautiful. did show up today. Yes, and I I need to get in on that. Um, so instead of thirty, what are you thinking? Mm, I said fifty, but I'm also very ambitious at that. I'm gonna say forty. Forty. Meet you yeah. in the middle. Yeah, that's a good number. Forty new games. 55 painted minis. I said 150 games played. I think that's a good number for you. Yeah. Sorry now, especially because, I mean, there are a lot of games that I play with my girlfriend or my niece right. and my nephew um, that make it... And we can always revisit that goal, I think. Like, if you are done by, like, June, yeah, maybe we add 100, 100 to that list and say, okay... 150 was really actually on subpar. Let's get you to 250. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're already at three, so. <laughs> See? And it's the second. See? It's already um, doing great. <laughs> Keep the momentum. My 10 by 10 challenge. I'm excited to see this list. Arkham Horror. We've already discussed. We're both, we have been pretty jazzed about it. I'm still pretty jazzed about it. I haven't played my own copy of it yet. Every time I've played, I've played your copy of it. So I need to bust it out. I need to play solo. I do like the fact that it is solo because yep. I can enjoy the whole game by myself. Charterstone. Yep. Okay. Harry Potter. Hey, you know what? Everyone needs a low hanging fruit. Yeah, that is definitely a low hanging fruit. I already know that. Um, Last year, that was my Arkham Horror. Yeah. So, I I will not. No, that's fine. I'm probably gonna play seven rounds of that this weekend. So right, that may be done. Um, very quick. Check. Move on. Uh, you got nine other to go. <laughs> I um, I put down Keyforge. Okay. Only because that's going to cause me to have to start being in the shop more often, going to going to um, the tournaments, tournaments uh, everything like that. Yeah. So you know, it requires you to show up and play. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Millborn. You 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 just got it as a good gift. And I got that as a good a family gift. thing to bond with your mom over. Yeah. I would say that's more wholesome than Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have to Google anything and then get mentally scarred. It is pretty great hearing all the oh, <laughs> like you shouldn't have you shouldn't Google some of these words because you're no. gonna get Google image search and oh, that's bad. I picked Pandemic because it's a classic. Everyone loves playing Pandemic. Yep. I'm eyeing your ten year anniversary edition. Ten year anniversary, super beautiful. Yeah. Because I have weird versions of Pandemic, but I don't have a real normal version of Pandemic. So ten year anniversary came out. Yeah. That's a good gift. There we uh, go. <laughs> to spend some gift cards on. I put down um, Stars Armada, which I haven't talked a lot about because you just gave that to me for Christmas. So I'm pretty jazzed about it. I'm already you, looking you were at it. eyeing it, and you're like, "Oh, should I? Should I?" I'm like, I'm just gonna give you my collection and see how you go from there. Yeah, because uh, Amazon had the core box like super discounted for a long time. Right, and I don't think I've played it for at least two years now yeah. so and from what i hear it's not going to be like legion where they keep bringing stuff out they really aren't bringing too much out now not in a huge fast way they've brought out some a lot of stuff since i stopped yeah. really playing but it's it's not legion where there's like a release every couple weeks 
Yeah, and I already know that I'm not going to spend $200 on a Superstar Destroyer, so... You sure? No, don't tempt me. It's the size of a baby. <laughs> it's bigger than a baby. That thing's giant. Oh, very long, pointy baby. It was probably the size of me when I was a baby. Well, very yeah. large. Well, very large baby man. <laughs> who shaped like a Star Destroyer. <laughs> Doctors questioned it. It was a scientific mystery. Well, they also saw me like that snow moon to go along with my mini painting, Star Wars Legion. Ah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I encourage that one a lot because you're you're invested. I'm very invested at this make, point. Make, make sure you use your investment. Yeah. Paint it, play it, love it, all aspects of the hobby. Yeah. Take it to ride. That was actually... Uh, the first board game that me and my girlfriend played together here. Yeah. Uh, so first time ever me and her play a board game, and we played it here. Yeah. She's been one. in love with it ever since. So. I love a good ticket to ride game. Like, I grew up on the rails game, so like, mm-hmm. train games have always been kind of a, a soft spot for me. But it, like you said, it's something that like she could learn and play. Mm-hmm. My wife likes it. One of my coworkers um, found out about. The podcast started asking me about games and what I would suggest. Mm. Um, uh, for him and his girlfriend, I told him Ticket to Ride. He bought it that day, and they played a ton of it and love it. So, yeah, it's easy game to get people into. And last but not least, Warhammer Quest, Blackstone Fortress, because yeah, I know. that was fun. It was engaging. I just really enjoyed almost everything about that game. So yeah. there's like. There's almost 50 miniatures in there. If you just paint my Warhammer Quest, you can get your painting gold done. I'm not paying your minis. I have minis at home. Don't throw them on my desk. Maybe later. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So yeah, that's a that's a solid uh, solid challenge. So you've got you get your 10 by 10. I got mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got your number of plays per year. I've got my number of plays per year. We both got our new games per year, and then you've got the added because you're you're trying to hobby more. Mm-hmm. the uh, the painted minis per by the end of the year too so i think we got some good challenges ahead of us um like i said earlier in the episode let us know what your challenges are going to be because mm-hmm. i'd love to see um what you're going to resolute yourself to is it a simple resolution of just play more games than i did last year or is it something like clear out my shelf of shame and not buy a new board game until i've played everything i already have I've seen a lot of people doing that right now mm. because it's the realization of like, hey, I've spent money on this. Let me actually try it. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff coming up. There are some new games on the horizon. Hopefully we get some good stuff coming up this year. It's been, yeah. there's some interesting announcements I'm waiting for. So we'll see what that comes up. Next episode, we'll make sure uh, we actually set some time aside and do some dinosaur islanding. Mm-hmm. And we will then talk about it and see what our thoughts and feelings are about uh, genetically engineering dinosaurs for amusement parks. Billy and the Clonosaurus. You know, I don't think anything can go wrong. Life, uh, uh, finds a way. Right. So, until next time, this is Justin. And this is Ricky. Enjoy your year of gaming. Happy New Year.
You've been listening to Tabletop Arcanum, hosted by Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, and featuring the original music by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you.